This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. It is time for... The Other Side of Midnight presents... Commendations. Ah, yes, time for us to give a pat on the back to people that deserve a pat on the back. I think that... um, There's no shortage of good people in the world. And there's so much negativity in the news that if it comes time, when it comes time at least once a week to showcase people doing something good, why not do it, right? And thus is the case with the FDA. I have been very critical of the FDA over the years, but I think this is a good thing they did. The FDA is easing the blood donation ban on gay men after decades of restriction. Gay and bisexual men in monogamous relationships will no longer be forced to abstain from sex to donate blood under federal guidelines that were announced Friday, ending a vestige of the earliest days of the AIDS crisis. This has gone on way too long. I've always said this. They test all the blood. They test it not just for AIDS, but everything. Or every every known thing. And this new approach eliminates rules that target men who have sex with men and instead focuses on sexual behavior by people regardless of gender that pose a higher risk of contracting and transmitting HIV. So I think this is a great step by the FDA. And FDA, I do commend you. I must also commend Brandon Say. Uh, This is a real hero. This is the man who disarmed the Monterey Park mass shooter less than a half an hour after the massacre. And he's now being honored by uh, one of the cities out there with a medal of bravery. Well-deserved. This guy helped wrestle the gun away from the shooter at a dance studio. Um, This is really, this is something that takes a lot of physical courage and a lot of wherewithal. And I give Brandon Say all the credit in the world. He's a real hero, and I'm proud to give him a commendation. I want to give, there was a lot of noteworthy people that died this week, and all of them could have gotten a posthumous commendation, but I don't want to make this, you know, a radio obituary. But I do have to mention Dr. Jack Ravel. This is a guy you've probably never heard of, but this is a man who literally saved North Carolina from nuclear disaster. Dr. Jack Ravel disarmed two hydrogen bombs that accidentally fell near Goldsboro during the Cold War. So, and what's so sad about this is, this was this gentleman was in the military, was in the Air Force, I believe, and he spent a lot of time cleaning up nuclear accidents. And they think that the exposure that he had to nuclear bombs might have actually cut his life short. I don't know that they're saying that with certitude, but they, but this is what they believe. This guy was just 25 years old. 
in 1961. And it had been raining and snowing uh, outside of Goldsboro, North Carolina. And there was a hole. So the, the there was a crew had been digging in the swampy ground outside of Goldsboro, North Carolina. And Jack Ravel climbed out of this muddy hole in the ground, holding a gray sphere the size of a volleyball against his chest. And he was in charge. At only 25 years old, he was in charge. And when he and his men finally found what they were looking for, Jack, Jack, Jack Ravel was the one who got to climb up the ladder and bring it out. Almost immediately, Jack flew back to the Air Force Base in Ohio. He landed in the late afternoon, went to bed early. The next morning, he took a shower, sat down at his table in his apartment, and he started to write a letter to his parents, who hadn't heard from him for more than a week. It was only then that the magnitude of what he'd done started to set in. Lieutenant Jack Ravel had just located and defused two nuclear bombs that accidentally fell out of a B-52 bomber over eastern North Carolina. This story sounds like something out of a movie. It's real. It is not fiction, and it's been well documented. And over the last decade, more and more of it has been declassified, thanks in part to all the presidents and vice presidents that are keeping classified material at their homes. That's not true. But due to the work of um, an Air Force veteran by the name of Joel Dobson of Greensboro, who first heard the story years ago, and he knew that he had to write a book about it. And so he wrote a book uh, called Away Message, in which he chronicles this whole thing. And uh, it's a fascinating story if you look at what happened. But the fact that this young man, at only 25 years of age, was able to disarm these bombs and save North Carolina, I mean, it's wild. Absolutely wild. So, and he did a lot of other things. He earned the Bronze Star during the Vietnam War. And then after he was honorably discharged from the military, he went on to earn a Ph.D. from Oklahoma State University. He had a lengthy career as a consultant, statistician, would go all over the world. He was an active member of Mensa. And he started telling others about disarming bombs. And how they could do it. And they say that, um, you know, again, as I alluded to, his exposure to nuclear bombs over the years hurt his health. In 2018, for instance, uh, he, the one reporter was talking to him. And at that time, he was going for a blood transfusion every two weeks because uh, his body wasn't making enough red blood cells. He was also taking expensive prescription medication to control this very rare disease that he had at the time called MDS, which was a precursor to leukemia. And the doctors that were treating him, they all told him that this disease was likely caused by his exposure to radiation. So um, he is a remarkable man. And the last few years of his life have been very difficult health-wise for him. And um, he lived in an assisted living facility, but... uh, it's he's going to be missed. The more we learn about the story, the more fascinating he is. And I'm glad to see finally he's getting some just due after uh, a lifetime of service to our country.
and to North Carolina. So if you're alive right now in North Carolina, you can thank Dr. Jack Ravel. I want to commend Massachusetts. Massachusetts has been named the best state in the entire country to raise a family. This is thanks to WalletHub. They scored 51 weighted metrics across five categories. Health and safety, availability and quality of medical care, uh, uh, crime rate, road safety, infant mortality, education, child care, and once again, Massachusetts topped the charts Helped by a second-place score in education and child care and a high health and safety score. Congratulations uh, to you, Massachusetts. Great place to raise a family. I've never been to Massachusetts, believe it or not. I'd like to go one day. I want to give a commendation as well to both the AFC champion Kansas City Chiefs and the NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles. I'll tell you, whoever wins the Super Bowl, that's an incredible thing. But to be able to just win your conference and make it to the Super Bowl, that's a great thing. Just to be the AFC champion or the NFC champion is a remarkable accomplishment, especially with the extra game of the season now, a grueling 17-week schedule, and then the playoff schedule being what it is. And uh, both of these teams have had to deal with some injuries and make some improvisational changes. And you got to hand it to the players and the coaching staff and the ownership of both teams. Stuff like this doesn't just happen. You don't make it to the Super Bowl with dumb luck. And got to give them a a lot of credit there. All right. I want to give a commendation to Oscar Burrow. Oscar Burrow is a six-year-old boy who is in the process of climbing 12 mountains in the U.K., in a bid to raise money for charity. I think this is great. This is great. A 12-year-old boy, um, and he is pushing himself to the limit of what it's like to, um, you know, be able to do this. I think that's absolutely phenomenal. And I also want to give a commendation to Laura Carney. Laura Carney had a great relationship with her father. Unfortunately, her father uh, passed away. But before he passed away, in 1978, he wrote out a bucket list. Now, I'm not, I I don't know how I feel about a bucket list for me, right? I feel like I I have too many to-do lists as it is. But some people, this is really important to, and they put a lot of stock in. So he was not able to fill that, finish all these bucket list items before he passed away. Well, his daughter, Laura Carney, who was born the year that her father wrote this bu- bucket list, has completed her father's bucket list. I love it. He was only alive uh, for 25 years of her life, but they had a great relationship, it seems. And she was able to complete her father's bucket list that he wrote while he was alive. I think that's wonderful. It's a great way to honor your parents. It's great. But not as great as what Arfin Jones has done. 
he donated a kidney to a stranger after his own daughter received her own life-changing kidney donation from a stranger. So he joined this living donor uh, program in the hopes of giving his daughter a kidney. But it turned out he was not a match from his for his daughter, who at 19 years old needed to have both kidneys removed. So he found it. she got a kidney, and he wanted to pay it forward and give someone else a kidney, and he did. Someone else that he was a match to, and I think that's a great story. I think, uh, by the way, we're trying to get as many living donors to give kidneys away as possible. We're going to do an upcoming whole kidney show coming up. Some people have been writing me looking for kidneys. One or two people have been writing trying to give away kidneys, and we want to try and connect everybody as best we can. So if you're looking for a kidney, um, email me. Frank.Morano at WABCRadio.com. I am keeping a list of people that are looking for a kidney. Or if you want to give away a kidney, email me. We're keeping a list on that front as well. It's a great thing. And honestly, as I've said before, you go straight to heaven. You really do. It's really, you could do whatever you want with the rest of your life. And you're still going to go to heaven. You save a stranger's life. I mean, come on. That's, that's really, really an impressive thing. And you immediately get the moral high ground. In any room you're in. You know, I I have a friend, uh, Danielle. I've talked about her before. She could be a little annoying. But you know what? Everybody puts up with her because she gave a co-worker a kidney. Saved his life. What are you going to say? All right, Danielle. Time to go home. You know. Uh, I want to give a commendation to Sakara Zahi Hawass. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly because he led this incredible team of archaeologists that have discovered the a gold leaf covered mummy that inside this area that had not been opened for 4300 years the mummy which are the remains of a man named Hekashepes is thought to be one of the oldest and most complete non-royal corpses ever found in Egypt it was discovered down a 50-foot or 15-meter shaft at a burial site south of Cairo where three other tombs were found. One tomb belonged to what they call is a secret keeper. The largest of the mummies that were unearthed at the ancient necropolis is said to belong to a man named Kanum Dejef, a priest, an inspector, and a supervisor of nobles. And another uh, belonged to a man named Marie who was a senior palace official given the title of secret keeper, which allowed him to perform special religious rituals. So um, this is very exciting. This is a major, major discovery, and they're already learning a great deal about the ancient Egyptian culture. And uh, hats off to all the archaeologists responsible for this. Finally, I want to give a commendation to Eric Finkelstein. This is a man after my own heart. He's a New York man who has set a world record for eating at the most Michelin-starred restaurants in a single day. This is phenomenal. This is phenomenal. Eric Finkelstein, 34. I got to try and do this maybe with pizza, right, or sushi, something I really like, right? Maybe the most New York pizza shops in a single day, something like that. I, I think of something. Um, Eric Finkelstein embarked on a gut-busting mission to eat at 18 of the acclaimed eateries within a 24-hour period. He did it. 
and it is a world record. Eric Finkelstein is a world record holder. This fella has two other world record uh, world records under his belt. Both of them are related to ping pong. So uh, this is a guy that I need to befriend, especially that he's here in New York. So, all right. Um, do you think it's a good idea to have a lot of children? We're going to get into it. I read this fascinating article in the the op-ed in the New York Post over the weekend. And the people that wrote it, Simone and Malcolm Collins, the author of the Pragmatist Guide series, they basically said, this was the headline, the world needs more big families like ours for humans to survive. And I think it's really interesting from a demographic perspective, from a cultural perspective. My wife is one of nine children, and she has been very clear that she will never have nine children. And uh, I would love to have a whole bunch of children, but I found that having one requires an enormous amount of money, time, and energy. And I chase after my 14-month-old and struggle to pay for, uh, you know, anything, and I think, oh, my, can you imagine multiplying that by 100%? So uh, we're going to talk with Malcolm Collins in just a minute about what exactly his idea is and uh, and why. 800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 